Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Maui residents are revealing horror stories of the chaotic evacuations. And I was wondering what was stopping the traffic. Well, it was a policeman. And I got to the end and I looked up north. There were no obstructions. There was no reason to keep those cars there. Are you serious? I'm serious as a heart attack. And I, I said, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm under orders to keep them here. While journalists have been barred from asking the real questions. Hey, what's up, Nick? I've been trying to reach you. Been reaching out to you on X. Um, we're supposed to be uh, meeting with people here. Who? What victims? Uh, okay, yeah. So this is this is so you're seeing this live right now. People actually track they yeah. track me down. And the only aid placards the locals could rely on, created by the locals themselves, were rapidly shut down. the first two full days, almost three days, that it was only locals bringing supplies over to the west side of the island where people were stranded. And that whole time, they were also getting, uh, you know, turned around by Coast Guard, turned around by police. Uh, They had closed down. So Lahaina is a very small town. There's only one road in, one road out, and then or by boat. And so they had um, basically covered all their exits. You know, people were not... um, you know, getting in and getting out there, they were, they were busting out evacuees, but I thought it was really strange that they, they only started doing that in the cover of night. Uh, very odd. While the liberal cult members continue to support the Biden money laundering scheme as the compromised president costs the taxpayers over $140 billion. In the wake of what I just talked about, so much going on with Ukraine, and I know that you know our hearts are with Ukraine, also with, of course, people on Maui. But as part of not only um, helping by fundraising, um, come and participate in our event. Where is the president? He decides to come here this week to come here next week. I mean, like, we're, we're, aren't we Americans too? Like, we're part of the United States. After his vacations, Joe Biden finally rolled into Maui 13 days after the wildfire tore through the sacred Maui village of Lahaina. His caravan trapping residents due to road closures, causing many Maui residents to miss work. Wow, he's finally here. Wow, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. The known death toll sits at 114, while roughly 1,000 people are still missing. A death toll that could rival the worst fire in U.S. history, the 1871 Peshtigo, Wisconsin fire that killed 1,152. While unanswered questions about the 500-plus missing children that had been sent home from school hung in the air. It's just devastating, let alone to, to be finding out that it's actually 
in my opinion, a mass murder of children. And it's even, even worse. Like, you know, they had called out school that day. And so all of the kids were home and there's neighborhoods of children that are gone. And it, I mean, it could be 500 children. I don't know. I wish yes, I you do. How many children are missing? You know. I knew the answer to that. I would be happy to answer that. You have no estimate as to how many so, children are missing? I guess Nothing? we can end this right now. You guys want. Sorry, this is one of the biggest takes, questions that the takes, people of Lahaina have, but you don't want to answer. It always takes one or two to ruin it for everybody. Please, this is our first one. This is our only. Oh, we can say that about you. You ruined it for everybody. All right, folks, that's the latest little wrap-up from John Bowne about the Maui fires. We have more information about the Maui fires to show you today, a lot of great videos to show you today. That one's called Joe Biden is a blinking disaster. Find it on band.video. Share it around. Let people know. It's Wednesday, August 23rd, year of our Lord, 2023. And... You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be here with you today. We have a lot of videos on a variety of topics. Try to get to as many as possible. We will, of course, be continuing to discuss what's going on in Maui, what happened and what is still developing on that Hawaiian island. Have a massive protest in LA. Lots of very interesting video to get to there. So a lot of good, a lot of good videos to get to today. A lot of entertaining stuff. So we'll get to all of those. We'll take your calls, of course, throughout the show. So let's just get into it. Here it is, your daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks. Your daily dispatch for Wednesday, the twenty-third of August, twenty twenty-three. First story. Depressingly common these days, Bank of America terminates account of Christian charity that supports orphaned Ugandans. Okay, trends of canceling Americans for wrong think seems to be alive and well after Bank of America decided to completely shut down a bank account held by a Memphis-based Christian nonprofit called Indigenous Advanced Ministries. The organization, which is known for various charitable operations such as its support of impoverished and orphaned Ugandan children, is notably Christian, pro-life, and opposes the concept of marriage being shared by anything other than one man and one woman. The Bank of America issued a letter that it was canceling Indigenous Advanced Ministries' account on April 24th. The financial institution gave the group only a 30 days' notice. The notification read, quote, Upon review of your accounts, we have determined that you are operating a business type we have chosen not to service at Bank of America. Representatives of the group say they have repeatedly asked for a justification for the sudden shutdown. About a month later, Bank of America sent a follow-up message and stated, Upon review of your accounts, we have determined you are operating a business type we have chosen not to service at Bank of America. In reaction to the debanking, uh, Indigenous Advanced Ministry board members Steve Happ and Bob Phillips pinned a letter to Tennessee Attorney General Office in order to request assistance on the matter, saying, quote, being forced to transition so quickly caused a date, great deal of trouble for us, begins the letter. It also disrupted our mission to Uganda in June, and we were temporarily unable to pay salaries in Uganda. 
we were left very confused. Our mission work, supporting Ugandan children and families throughout indigenous Ugandan ministries, has remained the same since we were founded and first opened our accounts with Bank of America. The Alliance Defending Freedom, a nonprofit legal organization that works to protect the constitutional rights of Americans, also moved to contact the state's attorney general. We filed a complaint, they said. B, uh, Bank of America has denied that religious values ever played a role in its controversial cancellation. They're like, no, we just hate children and orphans. We hate charity. It has nothing to do with religion. It has to do with uh, helping people, I guess. Well, what could the other excuse be? While Bank of America claims that religious beliefs, quote, are not a factor in any account closing decision, the firm curiously cannot point uh, to the exact part of its policy claiming it does not serve uh, service debt collections upon being asked to do so by the Daily Mail. Yeah, it's it's because you're not down with the gay. If you're not down with the gay. They don't see that as a religious thing, even though it obviously is, even though this is obviously two conflicting religious moral framework worldviews, and they have chosen to debank and discredit and attempt to destroy the Christian religion. So this is a matter of uh, religious freedom, and Bank of America is just following the line of all of the big financial institutions in this country as they were to systematically disempower Christian – they're Christian enemies, I guess you could say. So again – becoming more and more typical and there's a lot to read into that maybe we'll get back to that a little bit later meanwhile we have videos from this we can uh, play some of these as b-roll if we want six seven and eight clips parental rights activists clash with far-left counter protesters in la over lgbt curriculum in schools Arrests are made. Parental rights advocates and far-left LGBT activists were at odds with one another Tuesday in Los Angeles as the former protested against policies of the Los Angeles Unified School District, which many have claimed to serve to indoctrinate children on an LGBT agenda. Sort of in line with our last story, right? This is a question of religious freedom, whether your moral outlook is allowed to exist in public or whether the antithesis of your religion is taught to your children by the public schools you know another way to frame this right it's like a parent activist and lgbt activists i guess if you want to uh, frame this a different way it's uh, the parents of children in schools are protesting against what's being taught to their children in those schools and counter to them are a bunch of childless political activists who find meaning from their indoctrination of children and political activism and are there to demand that other people's children be taught what they believe regardless of what the parents of those children believe themselves so who do you whose side do you land on in this the people with the children who want their kids left alone and not indoctrinated into a philosophy that is completely counter to their deeply held religious morals or the gay activists who are demanding that your children be indoctrinated by the state into their alternative sexual lifestyle. Hmm. Which side is the good side? I wonder. Meanwhile, the rush towards COVID madness continues. 
Reuters has the story. U.S. government awards $1.4 billion for the development of new COVID therapies and vaccines. U.S. government said on Tuesday it had awarded $1.4 billion for the development of new therapies and vaccines against COVID-19, including a $326 million contract with Regeneron Pharmaceuticals for a next-generation antibody therapy for prevention of infections. The funding of Regeneron is part of a $5 billion initiative dubbed Project Next Gen by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is a part that we've mentioned, but maybe deserves a little bit more scrutiny. How much of the you know, new COVID hysteria that's being drummed up is just because the pharmaceutical companies found their profits lagging after the madness of COVID died down and the vaccines were proven not to, not just to be hugely unsafe but also horribly ineffective i mean it's very very convenient when you can create the demand for the product that you want to sell and then not have to actually sell it to customers but receive mass billion dollar contracts from the u.s government that you control it's a very convenient feedback loop for the medical tyrants Meanwhile, from TexasScorecard.com, federal judge says Texas cannot reject mail ballots with wrong voter ID. Federal judge ruled that Texas election officials cannot reject mail-in ballots with wrong or missing identification numbers. Why? Who's to say? What's the justification behind this? There isn't one. Why should you accept a ballot that is not verifiable? that does not have an ID or has the wrong ID number on it? Why would you want to accept that? Why would you have to accept that? Literally no reason. U.S. District Judge Xavier Rodriguez found that voter ID requirements violate the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. It violates the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Right. Right. It starts with... Black people not being able to sit at a lunch counter, and it ends with us not able to verify a vote that was sent in anonymously by mail. Incredible. Rodriguez agreed with the U.S. Department of Justice. Providing a correct voter ID is, quote, not material in determining whether votes are qualified under Texas law to cast um, uh, or vote or cast a mail ballot. (laughs) Why? Again, just no reason. Just absolute Madness, madness across the board. Finally, today is the first Republican debate. NPR says first Republican debate in Milwaukee overshadowed by Trump's absence. Yeah, what's the point of having debate if the far and away leader of the primary isn't there? You're all just going to talk trash about Donald Trump and buy for second place. Okay, great. Have fun with that. We'll be right back, folks. The globalists are only humans. Yeah, they have control of the central banks, they have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons 
you can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day. It purifies very quickly and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels. This is what I use, which my family uses. It's the very best system out there for the lowest price. For a limited time, 10% off on top of that exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on the Alexa Pure water filtration system in stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock. Get it today and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add to the water supply like fluoride. Coffee has not been available at InfoWarsStore.com for two years because the price went up too high and the quality was starting to go down. I turned down so many other producers that wanted to partner with us. But when the folks at Miniman came to me a year ago and I began to try their coffees, I was blown away. We finally have three great coffees that are the best they have to offer available to you right now. This is the best coffee I've ever tasted. It smells amazing and it's some of the strongest coffee I've ever drank. Ladies and gentlemen, these three single-source Colombian Colombian coffees are now available at InfoWarsStore.com exclusively. Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. Tastes great. It's the strong one. Really strong. But these are all close second and thirds. Medium Roast. Wake of America. Woo! That's what my go-to. Dark Roast. Tip of the Spear. Tastes the best and is amazing and is still very, very strong. Gives you that pep. They're all three available at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. And each order gets a pocket constitution citizen rulebook. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Lots to talk about today, of course, the COVID madness, the sins once again. I don't have it pulled up, but it's Van Hernandez on. Twitter made the point where it's like, yeah, it used to just be that, you know, winter there was a flu season, summer you'd have some wildfires, not that big of a deal. Now it's become uh, COVID lockdown time in the winter and climate change hysteria in the summer, and we'll just vacillate in between those two. Being uh, ever repeated cycle of propaganda. From here on out, until we give in, until we give in, of course. Lots and lots of videos to show you. We're going to start off with a video today, just for a little bit of fun, just for a little bit of uh, have a good time. Start off in the right mood here on this Wednesday morning. This is a 14-year-old girl (laughs) absolutely, absolutely shaming, I mean brutally mocking the school board in California. (laughs) <laughs> she's not even really not even really making a point let's just let's just take in this energy let's just appreciate that a 14 year old girl is just mocking the hell out of a bunch of grown adults who can't handle being told the truth this has to do with of course like the sexual indoctrination and it seems like this clip is a follow-up it seems like she had previously come to say something to the school board and they got outraged and couldn't handle it. You see it over and over. It's these people who demand that pornographic books be in your child's elementary school, actually pushed on your child by the elementary school. But then when you try to go read those books at a, in a room full of adults at a 
you know, school board meeting, they will shut you down and say, how dare you? This is totally inappropriate. It's like, yeah, that's kind of the point, idiots. So apparently that happened previously. And then this 14-year-old girl just took a couple minutes out of her day to humiliate and shame the supposed adults who are supposed to be running our school system. Let's watch. No, no, excuse me. So here she's, she's handing out papers. We're going to hand them back to you. They're like, we're going to hand them back to you. You're not allowed to give us papers. Ask your lawyer. I don't think you're running the meetings, sir. No, but ask your lawyer. I just immediately flips the paper over. I'm not going to read this. Yes. You're intimidated by a child. Please, the rules say that you cannot hand us paper. Please follow the rules. She's like, are you intimidated by a child? Here she goes. At the end of the last board meeting, a few of you board members were triggered by the facts and truth my mom, myself, and a few of the other commenters spoke about. I did a bit of digging online, and I discovered a way to follow up on the airing of your grievances regarding the public speakers at these meetings. It is called the Hurt Feelings Report. At the end, you'll see that there's a place for your name, date your feelings were hurt, name a person who hurt your feelings, and which feelings were hurt. There's also a part to document your injury, such as which ear were the hurtful words spoken into? Is there permanent damage to your feelings? Did you require a tissue for your tears? And if the words resulted in a traumatic brain injury? Part four of this report is important for you to know. You can mark all the reasons you fill in the report. Some of the reasons are as follows. I am thin-skinned. My feelings are easily hurt. I didn't sign up for this. I was told that I am not a hero. I was offered, I was not offered a tissue. I want my mommy and other options. Again, you can check all that applies to your hurt feelings. There's additional space for you to explain more in depth on how your feelings were hurt. The bottom of the form reference is the department. The department refers to the parent attendees of these meetings. The statement on the bottom of the report reads as follows. We, as the department, take her, very, take her feelings very seriously. If you don't have someone who can give you a hug or make things all better, please let us know and we will promptly dispatch a hugger to you as soon as possible. <laughs> In the event a hugger cannot be found, an EMS team will be dispatched. If you are in need of supplemental support upon written request, we will make every reasonable effort to provide you with a blanket, Baby or a bottle if you so desire. Remember to sign the form and you can present it to all the parents at the next meeting since they are the people responsible for voting you onto the board. They are your bosses and will determine if your grievances are legitimate and if actions should be taken. I'm 
sure that they will be as attentive to your complaints as you can to theirs. Please feel free to make copies of this blank form so you can file hurt feeling reports in the future when you feel any of the public speakers at these meetings are in violation of their personal Yeah, this is it's the exact level of dismissiveness and disdain that everyone should have for public servants, people who are in positions of even minimal power that they exert over the American people that then demand as they violate your rights or indoctrinate your children to something that you don't believe uh, and then demand that you treat them with the utmost politeness and respect when – Telling them that you don't want your child being taught that they need to chop off parts of their body to be whole. I mean, these people. And again, it's like, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be nice if our tyranny was just upfront about it? I, it honestly would be better just to have some German commandant. Like you will do as we say or you will be punished for it. It's like, whoa, dude, all right, that's – I get it. You're going you're gonna to beat me up if I don't do what you say. I understand that. It's almost worse to have this like, um, we're just uh, trying to be as loving and accepting as possible as they're just like stepping on your throat. Just like, yeah, look, it's – I understand that you're mad, but you have to follow the rules of decorum here. They're just like showing pornography to your child. Just – these people are awful, and they're awful in a way that is is new on the world stage, in a way that is – it's a tyranny that is like maternal and – it's the Dolores Umbridge energy that we always point out, and it deserves to be treated exactly like that brave little girl just did. Mockery and dismissiveness and outright disdain and contempt because these people – play the victims even though they have your boot on uh, their boot on your neck even though they are the ones with all the power and they are the ones abusing that power and abusing you and your children they demand that you follow their rules and that you be polite so that they can you know get away with it they can ignore you and then act like they're the victim a lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high quality coffee has not been available and that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some i turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us but now we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran owned and veteran operated it's powered by the company minuteman coffee Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best tasting, best smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our operation A360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. 
Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks. Really do have a lot to talk about on today's show. Including the Maui fires, the continuing fallout from all of that. I guess that's what we'll go to now. There's been some rumors flying around I can't quite get a handle on. We'll go to those in just a second. But first, let's just go to a little wrap-up of just the sheer number of coincidences that Maui has brought to our attention. Clip number 10, TikTok lady, just saying, just going through all of the, all of the, all the bizarre and questionable coincidences that have taken place during the Maui fires. Uh, here is the video. Maui, it's just a coincidence. So it's just a coincidence that the police chief was the same man in charge of the Las Vegas shooting. And it's just a huge coincidence that property owned by millionaires and billionaires like Jeff Bezos, Oprah, and the founder of PayPal remained untouched while the land of the natives burned only a few feet away, literally. And it's just a huge coincidence that the island had the largest system of outdoor sirens in the world, yet they decided not to sound them or alert anybody in any way. And it's just a huge coincidence that they closed all of the schools, sent all of the children home, and turned off the water as soon as the fires started so that people couldn't put them out. And it's just a coincidence that under orders, policemen blockaded the exits, didn't allow anyone to evacuate, and forced them to jump in the water to save their own lives. And it's just a coincidence that the island is set to be the very first to operate on 100% renewable energy. And to do so, they must significantly decrease their CO2 emissions. And it's just a huge coincidence that one month prior to the fires, the mayor issued a press release highlighting his commitment to the United Nations 2030 Agenda of Sustainable Development. And it's just a coincidence that Hawaii is the only state to have submitted a voluntary local review, which is a framework and goal set to achieve sustainable development. And it's just a huge coincidence that BlackRock and the United States government are two out of the three largest landowners on the island who have been trying to buy up the land from the natives for the past few decades who refuse to sell. And both of them are part of the renewable energy agenda. And it's just a huge coincidence that the survivors' homes that are still standing are now being evicted. And it's just a coincidence that the fact-checkers saying that all of this is a coincidence are owned by BlackRock. At this point, if you believe that all of these are coincidences, you are the crazy one, not me. Google is not going to come out and tell you what's going on, and even if they did, a lot of you wouldn't even believe it unless it was from a government or fact-checking website. But guess what? They're not going to tattle on themselves, so you need to think for yourself. We should be absolutely enraged about these fires. We really need to stand up and do something, because things like this are just going to keep happening, because we allow them. Yeah, exactly. Very well put. All these coincidences, all these wild coincidences don't ask questions don't look into it don't do your own research remember mainstream media tells you what a what a mistake that is to actually look into this stuff now there's two sides to what's happening in maui there's the speculation and the confirmed facts now you can get all riled up that there's speculation going on but can you blame us can you blame anybody for 
just filling in the blanks, filling in the, the spots between the lines. Because what we do know, what has been confirmed, paints a picture that is, let's just say, to attribute everything that happened in Maui to mere incompetence stretches belief. What we know happened is that the policies implemented by the authorities in Maui made everything worse, contributed directly to not just the fire starting and spreading quickly, but to people burning alive in their cars as they ran into roadblocks as they were trying to escape. Don't trust me. Trust the AP News. Trust the authoritative newspapers of record. When they say things like, in deadly Maui fires, many had no warning and no way out. Those who dodged barricades survived. They say, as flames tore through a West Maui neighborhood, car after car of fleeing residents headed for the only paved road out of town in a desperate race for safety. And car after car was turned back towards the rapidly spreading wildfire by a barricade blocking access to Highway 30. Blocking access. Now, Alex Jones is in studio, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like mass murder. Who would do that? We just did the biggest Andrew Tate interview ever. It's off the chart. It's going to air tomorrow. Just want to give you the first exclusive. It's all in the, it's in the can. Two-hour interview. Boom. Fantastic. That's, it's, it's one, of the, one of the secrets that we have at InfoWars. When I walk in and I see Alex interviewing somebody big, and I'm like, do I talk about this? Do I, do I tease this a little bit? Uh, so there you have it, folks. Alex Jones just finished a two-hour Andrew Tate interview. Uh, he said it'll air tomorrow, right? So... Everybody look forward to that. Every once, every once in a while working here, you get a little, little preview of what's to come. I didn't hear what they were talking about, though, so I can't give you any inside details, but stay tuned for that. It's always, it's always kind of, sometimes I come in the building, and usually in the morning it's very low-key, not everything's set up. And actually, I'm just going to take a moment now. We'll, we'll return to the Maui stuff in just a second, but I've been thinking about this for a while. Because I started working here six years ago, almost seven years ago. And when I started working here, there was one studio. It's a studio that War Room broadcast out of. We were on YouTube. We were on all these different things. There was no band on video. There was the Alex Jones Show, and there were a couple reporters and a couple people making segments. I think the nightly news was going on at that point. But it's amazing how much InfoWars has grown and continues to grow. And some of the stuff that we're doing now, I mean, we are still on the cutting edge of technology, of social media. You know, Chase Geyser recently came on the team and has been coming out with awesome, like, AI-generated content. Once again, putting us on the, on the forefront of that activity, coming out with what looks like real trailers for real fantasy movies starring Alex Jones, just like really cool stuff. And it's only going to get better from there. Oh, is he in the studio? Don't tell him I'm praising him. Get out of here, Chase. Now, but what he's been doing, and we actually have the uh, video. One of the other things, I don't know. Can I talk about the, can I talk about the transcripts? Can I talk about what's been happening? You can. Okay. So we've been running programs or Chase has been running programs to basically I don't know, how do I put it, to digitize and make available 20 years of Alex Jones stuff. And just every day, he's sitting in his office, Jay Harrison, you got to come see this. And it's like a clip from 2002, 2001, 
where Alex Jones is saying exactly what we're still saying today, right? Been consistent for 20 plus years, warning about the same stuff, warning about stuff that 20 years ago may have seemed crazy, may have seemed out there, but now has been fulfilled. And so we've been going back into the into the transcripts, into the archives, and are finding just hundreds of examples of Alex Jones' predictions that eventually came true. Dozens of examples of Alex Jones saying things that at the time may have seemed crazy that now have been proven out to be factual. So we've gone from one studio to three massive full production studios. This show, uh, American Journal, uh, The War Room with Owen Schroyer, no, nobody from InfoWars has been under arrest for their activism yet seven years ago. We didn't have to have Bandot video. We didn't have to have our own servers and our own, uh, you know, s- streaming site that we have to pay for. Uh, in some ways, it's a little bit easier. It's a little bit easier. We were like almost coasting, I think, at that point. It was so much fun being able to upload stuff to YouTube and watch all the con- comments flow in. It was it was very nice. What we've been through in the last seven years and the ways that we've expanded in the last seven years have been entirely thanks to you, the Info Warriors. When you go to InfoWarsStore.com, we are continuing to grow. We're continuing to expand. We're continuing to dominate at the forefront of technological progress when it comes to inter- information distribution. Support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We're just getting started, folks. We'll be right back. Alex Jones here in the next 60 seconds with some very exciting announcements. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is a bestseller. It's an amazing product. All the key amino acids, all the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals. That means everything you need to live and be healthy in one tasty, delicious powder that you put in a pitcher, mix up, drink in the morning, lunch, nighttime, middle of the night. It is simply amazing, and it empowers your immune system and your whole body. It's back in stock discounted at InfoWarsTour.com. You can get 10% off for signing up for AutoShip. Uh, we got double Patriot points. That's 10% off on your next order right now. All of that is available at InfoWarsTour.com. Things like 3,000 milligram CBD oil that just does over-the-top things for your neurological system, your joints, your bones, and so much more. Try it. I know you're going to love it. And it funds the InfoWar. Also try the 1,000 milligram salve for your joints and bones. It's under the private label Rebels In at InfoWarsStore.com. Check it out. So many other great products. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, what what an active seven years it's been here at InfoWars. 
from one studio to three massive full production studios, three full crews, band.video, our own hosting site where we host dozens of great content creators. All, of course, all of the new products that we have that have made such a dramatic and positive impact on people's lives. Seven years ago, we we're still on YouTube, still on Twitter, hadn't been sued into oblivion. But luckily, we knew that uh, things weren't always going to be that good. So thanks to Alex Jones uh, for seeing what was to come. And we'll, we'll get into just how profit-like some of what Alex has been saying for the last 20 years has been. Uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But I'm very proud that InfoWars not only is still here, like the fact that we just exist is amazing, but the fact that we've expanded so much, built up so much, we're doing so much more now, and we're only getting started. And with so much of uh, what we've been doing behind the scenes, whether it's you know retaking the social media landscape, TikTok or Instagram or some of the AI stuff that we're working on, and it's not just the AI-generated content. It's using AI to empower us to be able to go back and look at old shows and see what we talked about before, find – points where we talked about stuff previously and bring it back. And even just – so yesterday uh, with the Tucker interview of Colonel McGregor, and he talks about Victoria Newland having some sort of some sort of hatred of Russians that goes back to her immediate family being abused by the Russians and, and how it appears as though our foreign policy is being used by people to carry out personal vendettas in the most destructive way you can possibly imagine. And, of course, that's something that if you're an American Journal viewer, you know I've talked about quite extensively over the last little while. So I thought I'd go back to the show right as we invaded Ukraine, or not we, right as Russia invaded Ukraine. And it took me like an hour and a half to scroll there. <laughs> I went to the, the American Journal Rumble channel and just started scrolling down Literally, it took me like an hour just just scrolling on my phone, just like scroll, 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 scroll. Just we come out with so much content. We produce so much content, and that's just one show. We have three shows with three to four hours of content every single day. If that's not worth a visit to InfoWarsStore.com, I don't know what is. But we'll get, we'll get back into the Maui story. Still have just so much stuff to cover, and we'll be taking your phone calls throughout the second two hours of this show as well. I do want to remind you, support us at InfoWarsStore.com. We do not take your support for granted, and we do everything that we can to earn and deserve the funds that you know we, we understand that you work so hard for. We don't just uh, take it as a matter of course. We understand that in these increasingly financially, termula, uh, uh, financially tumultuous times, it's not easy to uh, – support something that is not totally necessary we think this is totally necessary and we really do appreciate your support and just know just rest easy knowing that anything that you purchase at infowarsstore.com not only is going to be a fantastic product but the proceeds go directly into our never-ending and tireless fight against the new world order a fight that we are taking into new and exciting realms All right, let's get back into uh, Maui here because, again, whether 
it was space lasers or arson or just pure unrelenting incompetence, this smells of mass murder. It looks an awful lot like designed homicide on an epic scale. So again, from AP News, not from some you know small-time press outlet. This is the AP News. They say as flames tore through West Maui neighborhood, car after car, a fleeing residents headed for the only paved road out of town in a desperate race for safety. And car after car was turned back towards the rapidly spreading wildfire by a barricade blocking access to Highway 30. They say one family swerved around the barricade and was safe in a nearby town 48 minutes later. Another drove their four-wheel drive car down a dirt road to escape. One man took a dirt road uphill, climbing above the fire to watch as Lahaina burned. But dozens of others found themselves caught in a hellscape. Their cars jammed together on a narrow road surrounded by flames on three sides and and rocky ocean waves on the fourth. Some died in their cars while others tried to run for safety. The road closures, some because of the fire, some because of downed power lines, contributed to making historic Lahaina the site of the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century. And there were many more problems that day. In some ways, the disaster began long before the fires started. A flash drought in the region provided plenty of kindling, and Hurricane Dora brought strong winds to Maui as it passed roughly 500 miles south of the Hawaiian island chain. Those winds downed at least 30 power poles in Maui, and the Hawaiian Electric had no procedure in place for turning off the grid, a common practice in other fire-prone states. Video shot by Lahaina residents show a down power line setting dry grasses alight, possibly revealing the start of a larger fire. And of course, on top of that, you have the fact that kids were sent home from school that day, and while their parents were at work kids at school there was no warning no usage of the very sophisticated emergency signal setup that they have there these are all just meaningless coincidences they're sad i mean the mainstream media will tell you they're sad but they also tell you that don't look into it don't ask questions about it how dare you and of course they always try to frame it as if asking questions about what actually happened somehow insulting or exploiting the people that suffered couldn't be farther from the truth. People on the ground, everything I've seen from them, they have questions as well. And we're just here to try to find answers to this. But on top of that, you have to understand who we're dealing with here. You have to understand the lengths that the globalists are willing to go and have gone to achieve their goals and how human life and so-called environmental concerns are nothing. They're barriers to their control that they're willing to smash through and overrun without the slightest hint of hesitation. I put this out on on Twitter yesterday, but I think it relates closely to what's happening in Lahaina. I said the fact that America blew up the Nord Stream pipeline pretty much tells you everything you need to know who we're dealing with here. After all, it caused a massive environmental catastrophe. We attacked a country that we are not officially at war with. It crippled the industrial capacity of one of our main allies, Germany. The guilt of America or our allies was extremely obvious, but it doesn't matter because the mainstream media will never investigate it. And it also shows that the American intelligence community is capable of pulling off insane acts of terrorism requiring the complicity and silence of possibly thousands of people 
Our country is run by psychos whose every statement about saving the earth or international law is a bold-faced lie whose hypocrisy and vindictiveness knows no bounds and who openly commit war crimes without the slightest concern of repercussions. Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind that the very same people that are reshaping your entire society, making you eat bugs, telling you not to have children, like who are willing to do anything to save the earth are also the same ones who will blow up an underwater pipeline and spill God knows how many thousands of tons of gasoline or natural gas into the ocean, killing God knows how many animals. It's just, it sort of proves that they're not totally legitimate when it comes to their very deep, they'll tell you their very deep held concern for the earth and environmentalism. So I'm sitting here trying to think of a good comparison to make, a good analogy to come up with. I don't think I have to, though, right? So I was going to say, you know, something like uh, somebody who's really concerned about their diet, but then you catch them just like eating an entire cake. It's like, oh, okay, you're not really concerned about your diet. You just, you're performative. You're acting like that for some reason, right? I don't need to make that up. What we're dealing with here is people that will do whatever it takes. They'll shut down your farms. They'll replace your food with bugs. They'll sterilize you and initiate assisted suicide in order to save the earth, lower carbon emissions, and then they'll go out and blow up a pipeline underwater, getting us ever closer to nuclear exchange in World War III. You can ignore their protestations. You can ignore their performative caring about the environment or human life or anything that they pretend to care about. Understand that there is no level these people won't go to. There's nothing these people find beyond the pale. You think it's out of question that they would start a fire or allow a fire to rage, even if people die to achieve their goals? They'll destroy the earth if their goals are achieved. They'll kill everyone if they're allowed to do what they want. Nothing is beyond the pale with these people. Coffee has not been available at InfoWarsStore.com for two years because the price went up too high and the quality was starting to go down. I turned down so many other producers that wanted to partner with us. But when the folks at Miniman came to me a year ago and I began to try their coffees, I was blown away. We finally have three great coffees that are the best they have to offer available to you right now. This is the best coffee I've ever tasted. It smells amazing and it's some of the strongest coffee I've ever drank. Ladies and gentlemen, these three single-source collections Colombian coffees are now available at InfoWarsStore.com exclusively. Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. Tastes great. It's the strong one. Really strong. But these are all close second and thirds. Medium Roast. Wake of America. Woo! That's what my go-to. Dark Roast. Tip of the Spear. Tastes the best and is amazing and is still very, very strong. Gives you that pep. They're all three available at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation. And each order gets a pocket constitution citizen rulebook not about somebody wanting to put on pantyhose and have their sexual organs changed. It's about shocking our children. A lot of these groups are pedophiles, let's face it. They want to talk about sex with your kids. And in the name of tolerance, they're going to put your kids on Ritalin and Prozac, they're going to inject them with deadly vaccines full of cancer viruses, and they're going to really screw them up. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, it's a little flashback to you. The truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. 
this day in history, August 23rd, 2001. 22 years ago, Alex Jones already had their number. Why are they talking about transgenderism? Why are they talking about this in schools? It all leads to pedophilia. We'll, we'll expand on that in a little bit. But first, another video of another free thinker just recognizing that Alex Jones has been right the entire time. Clip number two, Alex Jones, the prophet. Hey, but you got to just really at least hand it to Alex Jones. Like, he nailed it. This was 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. This is what he was saying. Uh, does any of this sound familiar? All right, we're going uh, to pull out and uh, retranscode that because the, the audio is a little bit messed up. So what happens when you get um, video from different sources. Sometimes they don't uh, comport with our track. But that's okay because we have another video that I wanted to go to here. Clip 17 relates to what you just heard Alex Jones show. Uh, Alex Jones say, again, 20-plus years ago about transgenderism and pedophilia. This uh, person on uh, social media asks, why do the pedophiles care so much about supporting LGBTQ plus rights. Let's watch. Why do the pedophiles care about lesbians, bisexuals, homosexuals, and transgenders? If I am a pedophile, I don't want to go to jail. I'm a celebrity. I'm famous. Ritualistic sex is what we do with kids. It's part of our demonic culture. I want pedophilia to become normal. I want it stricken from the criminal code altogether. I'm going to push LGBTQ because if a child is old enough to decide I never want to have children, take my testicles, take my ovaries. If an 8, 9, 10, 11 year old child is old enough to make those three decisions, how can you argue that they're not old enough to decide to have sex? The argument of the pedophile is going to be backed up by this LGBT crusade against our children because in their sick minds, they are rationalizing the argument before the courts. If he's old enough to say, I don't want my testicles, if she's old enough to say, I never want to have children, if he's old enough to say, I want to live my life as a girl, if she's old enough to say, I want to live a life as a boy and I don't care about having kids and she can say this at 12, is she not also old enough to decide when she's ready to have sex? That is going to be the argument that the pedophiles are going to take into court. LGBTQ is the mask the pedophile movement wears to get their agenda pushed. Seems pretty obvious now, doesn't it? Seems pretty obvious now. It wasn't obvious 20 years ago when Alex Jones was making the argument, but that is clearly what's going on here. And all that is to say that just don't fall for it. Don't fall for this idea that somehow you have to accept the indoctrination of children, the brainwashing of children, the exploitation of young people who are going through difficult times in their lives, who are struggling with self-perception or self-esteem or changes in their bodies to exploit that, to take advantage of that, to indoctrinate them into a mindset that is not – uh, you know, without damage. It's not just something that, oh, they believe it and they don't believe it. They're actually performing medical procedures based on these beliefs. They're crippling children for life based on this indoctrination. 
So I get that there's probably a lot of our audience and a lot of people that aren't our audience that feel like they have a responsibility to be open-minded and to be accepting and tolerant of LGBT people. They weren't didn't choose to be this way. They were born this way, et cetera, et cetera. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the indoctrination of children into a suicide cult, into a messed up, pedophilic psychopathy that has to be resisted with everything we've got, regardless of how you feel. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. We are getting a live satellite feed. This is InfoWars desperately trying to wake up the American people. They just want to sleep. They just want to keep their eyes closed. They don't want to acknowledge what's going on. We're here to claw you awake. (laughs) There's things going on you need to know about. There's evil afoot. Now is not the time to rest. Now is not the time to sit back and allow the so-called experts to take control. Wake up, damn it. That's how it feels. That's how it feels being a warrior. It's either that or this is a uh, live view of the uh, New World Order and the globalist. Just, try, just trying to take over the world. We're just trying to indoctrinate everybody into a death cult. We're just trying to put everybody in an open-air concentration camp where they serve us forever and own nothing. And we're immortal and they're just our servants. What's wrong? Why can't we just do this in peace? And at every turn, at every pass, they find Infowars there to, uh, to f- annoy them. <laughs> we are the fly in the ointment. We are the unignorable resistance to their program. That's us right there. Infowars. Patriotic cats at your disposal. I used to have a cat like that. It was infuriating. All right. Uh, we're going to get into some political news here, some political stuff. <laughs> I don't know why that video was cracking me up. And actually, this has to do with sort of what we've been talking about. Infowars, the 20-year saga that we've been on, the 20-year odyssey of being proven right. That's swope. It's what we have to do. It's the burden we've taken on to be right, to be called all sorts of names, to be denigrated and attacked, in some cases physically, in some cases legally, but to never give in, to never bow down, to never capitulate, regardless of the pressure they bring to bear against us. And the good thing about just going with the truth, relying on the truth, having our principles firmly rooted in truth that we don't really ever have to change our mind. We don't really have to do me a uh, culpas and and change what we believe. The things we believed back then are the things we believe now. I remember being at odds with uh, conservatives in my own family back during the Iraq war, being told that actually it was justified. It was good. It was necessary. Aren't you a patriot? If you're not with us, you're against us. Me, meanwhile listening to Alex Jones, getting the full scope of the world events and understanding that what we were engaged in in Iraq had nothing to do with spreading democracy, nothing to do with Saddam Hussein being an intolerable tyrant, had everything to do with globalist machinations, warmongering for reasons that are 
obscure but determinable. Now, flash forward 20 years, all those conservatives I was arguing with are on our side. I haven't changed. I haven't moved. I haven't gone from being against the war in Iraq to understanding that it was a necessary thing. No, 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 no. Nobody's done that. You got neocons still clinging on to it because they need the lie, just like any old, any cult member will do. But for those of us that really try to embody the empathetic and loving view of the world where we actually can empathize with the people in Iraq being bombed for reasons beyond their control. We've been sitting comfortably while everybody else has moved over towards us. Now, one of the things that Alex Jones really first got on the map for was, of course, 9-11. 9-11. And now Vivek Ramaswamy has, is posing such a threat to the establishment, I guess. And I know there's questionable things about Vivek, and I'm, I'm aware of – I guess he – Got a scholarship from a George Soros organization at some point, and his book that he wrote last year or the year before. It's not very nice things to say about Donald Trump and the falsified election in January 6th. I get all that. But watching Vivek Ramaswamy on any show these days is a breath of fresh air. It is a truly important and necessary step. Because you got Trump as the bulldog, as the populist, as the rabble rouser. And all he's needed this entire time as he barrels through the opposition and clears the path is to be followed by people who can calmly and intelligently and respectfully and thoroughly back up the claims of the MAGA movement, can explain them to people, and can face off against ghoulish hags at places like cnn in a way that is powerful and convincing so that's what vivek ramaswamy's been doing and it's been wonderful to see now we showed you the interview yesterday caitlin collins questioning vivek ramaswamy and maybe we should play that again because there's also a misreading that i'm seeing spread on on uh, places like twitter so i want to try to explain I want to try to like break this down in a, in a timeline sort of way. So Vivek Ramaswamy, I guess, goes on. I'm not sure whether it was the Atlantic article first or the Alex Stein show first, but while he was on Alex Stein's show, which congratulations to, uh, to Alex Stein for not only getting these massive interviews, but then asking the questions that caused such a stir. Remember when you, remember when you used to call into an American Journal when nobody had ever heard of him? We're proud. We're proud of the the small part we've played in uh, helping Alex Steiner or in some way contributing to his monumental and very impressive rise. But it was either that interview or it was the interview with The Atlantic. Uh, so Alex Stein asked Vivek Ramaswamy, do you think 9-11 was an inside job? Do you think the government is telling the truth about it? Vivek Ramaswamy's answer is like, we know the government wasn't telling the truth about it. We have declassified documents now that show that for 20 years, the involvement of the Saudi Arabian intelligence was hidden and obscured and, and not put in the official reports. We know they lied about it. This is not objectionable. It's not even controversial. This is just reality. He's just expressing reality. Then I guess there was an Atlantic article, but then he goes on CNN. We played the interview yesterday where – 
Caitlin Collins is sitting there going, you didn't immediately say no when he asked, do you think 9-11 is an inside job? Why not? Why won't you say that? Will you say that now? Say that now. Say that now. And that alone sort of shows you how far we've come as a culture that it used to be that you couldn't question anything about the official story. If you question the official story, you were a dangerous conspiracy theorist. Now it's like there's like, can you at least say that it wasn't the American government doing it? We get that should we lied a lot about 9-11 and that it was a cover-up and there were international forces that were hidden by our own media and the 9-11 commission. But will you not say that and will you, put, will you say it's not an inside – say it's not an inside job. Say it's not an inside job. So we, we played that interview yesterday. Here's the, here's the misinterpretation of this that I see. Tim Poole wrote, why would anyone give Caitlin Collins the time of day is beyond me. She is as stupid as a media personality can be without drooling in front of the camera for an entire hour. That's wrong, Tim. That's not what happened in that interview. That was not Caitlin Collins being stupid. That was Caitlin Collins employing extremely sophisticated linguistic programming, not for your benefit, not for the benefit of any of us, anybody watching this show right now, because we can see through it. We identify what she's doing. Some people think she's being stupid. She's not being stupid. She's being manipulative. She's being extremely talented and successful in using linguistic programming, using trigger words like conspiracy theorist that activate parts of her audience's brain to understand where they're supposed to fall in this question, how they're supposed to respond, what the acceptable opinion is and what is the outside of the bounds of decency question that you're not allowed to ask. There's nothing stupid about what she was saying. It was wrong. It was in a way, moronic, but that's because she was using linguistic programming to talk to the morons. I don't know if we'll play that again or if we'll just play what's happened since then, but this saga has taken on the most ridiculous turns. The, it's, it's become the most bizarre media scandal you've ever seen. It's been three years since we had it. We got it back in stock, the amazing 30 parts per million highest quality colloidal silver and all the great things and all the great uses back in stock limited supply infowarstore.com 30 percent off and it's a very limited supply but we have it back infowarstore.com silver bullet colloidal silver the infowars live silver bullet colloidal silver has returned silver bullet is the answer to alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five-star reviews. Infowarstore.com. Silver Bullet returns to Infowarstore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some Turbo Force, some Brain Force, and some Brain Force Ultra. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. 
So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, so it's, it's hard to even. So okay, so clearly the mainstream is sort of rattled by this uh, Vivek Ramaswamy guy, and they're trying to run a similar playbook that they did against Donald Trump, which relies on lies and misinterpretation and, and smearing, and they're planting that idea in people's heads and it'll stick there even when it's proven that what they're reporting is wrong what they're reporting is false even when it's you know comes out that a statement that he made is out of context or whatever like they're doing it out in the open now they're doing it in an obvious way and i really hope that americans aren't so ignorant to the uh, techniques and tactics of the mainstream media that they are going to fall for this again because they're being so blatant and and obvious in their tactics so vivek ramaswamy didn't come out and give a speech about 9-11 he didn't write an op-ed about 9-11 he never made a a comment as far as i can tell about 9-11 that wasn't prompted by a question somebody else asked him about 9-11 so They'll take a statement that's perfectly reasonable, understandable. Really, anybody should be on board with this if you're even remotely aware of what's going on in the world or what's happened in the past several decades. Like Everybody knows now that there were aspects of 9-11 that were hidden by the United States government. Now, you can go a lot farther than that, uh, like InfoWars has. But they've taken this obvious fact that Ramaswamy says, where he goes, look, the government lied about parts of 9-11. We know that now because of the declassified documents that were declassified uh, 21 years ago. They take that statement. Then they hammer him with questions about stuff that he didn't say. And then they take his response to that and claim that he is now a 9-11 denier. He's a truther. He thinks 9-11 was an inside job. Now he has to answer for this. It's the same playbook that they ran with Trump about you know, things like racism and stuff. Again, they're doing it so obviously and in such a uh, uh, manufactured and, and unnatural way that it's really kind of bizarre that they would even try this, and it shows their desperation. It's showing their hand. So Politico has a story. Vivek's, Vivek Ramaswamy's 9-11 comments face scrutiny after CNN appearance. Again, he didn't go on to talk about 9-11. He didn't even make comments about 9-11. He was asked questions about 9-11, and he gave honest, truthful, and very reasonable answers. And now they're ginning this up. They're manufacturing the idea in people's heads that he is somehow a dangerous conspiracy theorist 
because he simply acknowledges the revelations made by declassified documents having to do with Saudi Arabia's intelligence agency being aware of and actually in contact with, possibly training and providing material support for the hijackers on 9-11. What they say is he faces scrutiny. Oh, now he's facing scrutiny as if they're not the ones scrutinizing him. It's just happening out there somewhere. The GOP presidential candidate claimed that an Atlantic article misquoted him, but then the publication released the interview audio. Now, actually, in the interview with CNN, Vivek Ramaswamy says, I don't remember saying that. I don't think I said that to the Atlantic person. I think he misquoted me, and I've asked him for the recording. He says, I've asked the Atlantic author for the recording to verify that that's what I said because I, I think he's misquoting me. The Atlantic reporter refused to give him the recording, but he was eager to give it to the news stations once they questioned Vivek Ramaswamy. So, I mean, you can just see the strategy, the playbook, the play-by-play, right? Ask Vivek Ramaswamy a leading question about 9-11. Take his answer out of context. Make it look bad. Question him about it live on CNN in a you know gotcha style. Take his response. to. Uh, meanwhile, you have the recording. You know what he said. You don't tell him that. You don't show him the recording. They could have easily, when they asked him that, said, well, here's the recording. Here's you saying it. Now respond to it. Instead, they quote an Atlantic article that they know that he has an issue with. They know he thinks he was taken out of context or whatever. Like, it's just a, it's just a shell game they're playing. It's just a like, kabuki theater thing they're carrying on. So during a CNN appearance Monday night, anchor Caitlin Collins questioned him about the comments, to which Ramaswamy responded that they were actually about the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. He made a similar comment suggesting he was misquoted to Semaphore. But on Tuesday afternoon, The Atlantic published interview audio that verified the original quote about 9-11 was correct. Oh, my God. What did he say? What did he say? He must have said something crazy about 9-11, right? No, of course not. What he said kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. So I understand why he's like, wait. What? And this happens, this happens to me too. People say, well, you said this on your show. And I'm like, I did. I don't, I don't even, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I must've misspoken. It must've come out wrong, whatever it is. I mean, you show me the tape, but I don't, I don't think I ever said that. So it's not true. It just happens when you're giving a lot of interviews, when you're talking a lot. Sometimes you try to make a point that the other person misinterprets or that comes out the wrong way and does, doesn't mean it reflects on your actual ideas. It's just, that's what happens. Ah, oh, shoot, I've gone on too long. All right, I want to play this video uh, of the interview. Vivek Ramaswamy regarding his quotes about 9-11 compared with audio disproves his claim that he was misquoted. We'll show that in just a second. But again, just to illustrate the – like we'll show that in the next segment. But this is actually an accurate way of phrasing this from the rap.com. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy bristles at Caitlin Collins' questions over 9-11 comment, comments, quote, this is lifting the curtain on how the media works. Yeah, it's a hit job. It was a hit job against him where they have like recordings that they aren't giving him, but they are sharing with each other. They're trying to set him up to say something that they know they have a recording of him contradicting. It's a game they're playing to try to discredit him in an attempt simply to smear him with the label of conspiracy theorist unhinged. They did it with JFK, uh, RFK Jr. rather. They did, they did it with Donald Trump, of course, and now they're doing it with Vivek Ramaswamy. And this person – I, I have trouble believing this person is legit, but I went to their profile, and it seems like they really are just a, a leftist moron. And whether or not this is a serious thread, which, again, it, it's so absurd, it's hard to believe that somebody actually believes this. But I think this is sort of more honest than what the mainstream media is saying. So Max Twain on Twitter, 
I think he might be a troll. But either way, he says, leak, Ramaswamy staffers are revolting over the new 9-11 truther direction of the campaign. Direction of the campaign. So now it's gone from Vivek Ramaswamy being asked about 9-11 and giving a truthful answer. Things in the commission were wrong. They've admitted that now. They covered things up. To Vivek Ramaswamy is a 9-11 truther. To now Vivek Ramaswamy's campaign has taken a 9-11 truther direction. Now the whole campaign is about uh, being a 9-11 truther from him being asked a question about 9-11 and him answering in a perfectly reasonable way. Totally insane. This person reports, and again, I don't believe this, but it's funny to consider. Staffers who thought working for the businessman would be a highlight of their resumes were shocked to see him blame the U.S. government and call 9-11 an inside job, something that he absolutely Never did, even in the slightest. Which again, I, I think he should. I mean, I think Don Eleven was an inside job. I think it's pretty conclusively proved at this point. Because I'm not running for president, and I understand why you wouldn't want to say it in such a blatant way. And we'll get back to this in just a second. I do want to tell you, folks, that there's a limited time flash sale at InfoWarsStore.com. Starting today, you can get your hands on not one but two of our all-time bestsellers at jaw-dropping prices. Experience the power of wellness with our incredible products, Vitamin Mineral Fusion and Survival Shield X3, both 40% off on this flash sale. Get it now at InfoWarsStore.com. Alex Jones here in the next 60 seconds with some very exciting announcements. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is a bestseller. It's an amazing product. All the key amino acids, all the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals. That makes everything you need to live and be healthy in one tasty, delicious powder that you put in a pitcher, mix up, drink in the morning, lunch, nighttime, middle of the night. It is simply amazing, and it empowers your immune system and your whole body. It's back in stock, discounted at InfoWarsTour.com. You can get 10% off for signing up for AutoShip. Uh, we got double Patriot points. That's 10% off on your next order right now. All of that is available at InfoWarsTour.com. Things like 3,000 milligram CBD oil that just does over-the-top things for your neurological system, your joints, your bones, and so much more. Try it. I know you're going to love it. And it funds the InfoWar. Also, try the 1,000 milligram salve for your joints and bones. It's under the private label Rebels In at InfoWarsStore.com. Check it out. So many other great products. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. What an exciting time, folks. I have to admit admit it's exciting. Big uh, GOP debate tonight everybody except for the far and away front runner the obvious candidate donald trump he's not going to be there he instead will be releasing an interview with tucker carlson at 9 p.m eastern time tonight at the exact same time that the debate is set to take place and we get to watch in real time as the mainstream media manufactures controversy from whole cloth and tries to impose it on vivek ramaswamy about 9-11, of all things. Again, the, the, story, the story by Max Twain, Max Twain on uh, Twitter. It's such a joke. I mean, I don't believe this is true, but it points to, the, it's more true than not true, right? It goes from, he's asked a question about 
His answer is basically the government lied about aspects of it, which we absolutely know to be true. It's unquestionable. They've released the documents now showing that things were hidden from the 9-11 Commission report. So him just answering honestly and truthfully about that has turned into his campaign has taken a turn towards 9-11 trutherism. That's the focus of his campaign now. It's totally bizarre. They say key staffers have been instrumental in pushing anti-Vivek stories to the press in the last 48 hours as the candidate tripled down on his defense of 9-11 trutherism. Done, done no such thing. Just total lie. Initial reaction to the candidate's first truth or comments were met with nervous humor, with staffers calling him Alex Jones Jr., until it was revealed the infamous InfoWars host had proudly boasted something similar. Did you know that, guys? Did you know that Alex Jones had boasted something similar to this? Uh, I think you mean Alex Jones was far and away the leading advocate for 9-11 was an inside job. I believe he is the one who popularized that entire saying. You absolutely incompetent moron. How do you not know this? Where have you been in the last 20 years? Just hilarious. WTF, are crisis actors next? A a senior staffer said with a journalist covering the campaign, senior staff have pressured the candidate to issue a full apology before organizations of 9-11 victors and first responders took note of the comments. Well, do those victims of 9-11 and the first responders, are they aware that Aspects of the Saudi Arabian uh, intelligence agency was involved with 9-11 and that that was revealed in declassified documents published by the Biden administration in 2021. If they are, then what are they, what's the problem that they would have with the Vivek Ron? Again, you're just seeing a totally manufactured crisis, a totally manufactured controversy being imposed on Vivek Ramaswamy. Apologize to the 9-11 victims as if it's hurting victims at all. And even the slightest, as if it's not in service of the victims to tell the truth about the attack, to point out what is now known about the attack. Again, I don't know about that thread. I, I think it's mostly false, but it's hilarious how people reveal themselves It was discovered that Alex Jones had said similar things. Yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah, he kind of did say similar things about that. Okay. But The Hill has this story. Ramaswamy battles controversy ahead of pivotal uh, pivotal GOP debate. Like, do you understand how manufactured this is? Is it coming clear to you how easy it is for them to do this and for this to actually have a tangible effect on a campaign? Where he says the truth about something that has to do with 9-11, suddenly it's – he's a truther. Suddenly that's the, the direction of his entire campaign. Suddenly it's going to be a cloud hanging over him. Now, sh- assuredly, the other people at the GOP debate will bring this up. Say, I just don't think we should be ruled by somebody that blames our government for the 9-11 attacks. Like they just – complete lies, just complete fabricated nonsense that he never said. Throw it out there as if he said it and then force him to respond to it as if he said it. Total straw man nonsense argument. So we played the interview yesterday with Caitlin Collins where he said – he was like, I don't think I – I don't think he quoted me correctly. I asked the Atlantic author for the tape so I could confirm that that's what I said. He refused to release it to Vivek Ramaswamy. Instead, he released it to the media outlets who set Vivek Ramaswamy up so they could get this victory over him. Just 
we're watching in real time the manufacturing of this so-called controversy that isn't controversial at all. Let's go to clip number 16. Uh, Here's the follow-up from Caitlin Collins, who, again, is not stupid, is being extremely sophisticated, and is not speaking to us, the people that understand what's going on, but is rather programming the mass NPC followers to plant this in their head that Vivek Ramaswamy is a crazy conspiracy theorist and he can't be trusted. Couldn't be farther from the truth, but that's what they're going with. Clip number 16. Night. Vivek Ramaswamy said something that it turns out wasn't true. You're saying that you were misquoted here. So we will take you at your word. Yes. You're saying here that you were misquoted here. The quote in question there was this one from The Atlantic, from Mr. Ramaswamy, where he said, quote, I think it is legitimate to say how many police, how many federal agents were on the planes that hit the Twin Towers. To be clear, there is zero evidence that the U.S. government had agents who were on the planes on 9-11. So I asked him to explain that quote. And on this show last night, Ramaswamy insisted that the reporter, John Hendrickson, had gotten his words wrong. But are you telling me that your quote is wrong wrong here because it says... How many federal actually, agents were on the plane? I actually asked Twin Towers. <laughs> yeah, when, I, when I actually, and this is just lifting the curtain on how media works again, I asked that reporter to send the recording because it was on the record. He refused to do it. But we had a free-flowing conversation. After our interview, The Atlantic released the audio, more than four minutes of it, actually. And here is the part with that quote that was in question. What is the truth about January 6th? I don't know. We to? can handle it. Whatever it is, we can handle it. But- what government agents. How many government agents were in the field? Right? You mean like entrapment? Yeah. It, absolutely. Why can the government not be transparent about something that we're using? Terrorists, or the kind of tactics used by terrorists, if we find that there are hundreds of our own in the ranks of the day that they were, that they were, I mean, look. Well, there's a difference between entrapment and the difference between a law enforcement agent I, I, identifying I think, I think it is legitimate to say how many police, how many federal agents were on the planes that hit the Twin Towers? Like, I think we want it. Maybe the answer is zero. Probably a zero for all I know, right? I have no reason to think it was anything other than zero. But if we're doing a comprehensive assessment of what happened on 9-11, we have a 9-11 commission, absolutely that should be an answer the public knows the answer to. You just heard it yourself. He was, in fact, quoted accurately. In an email to CNN after that audio was published, his spokesperson said, The audio clearly demonstrates that Vivek was taken badly out of context, and even this small snippet proves that. We continue to encourage The Atlantic to release more of the recording rather than their carefully selected snippet so that the full context and reality is exposed. I should note that spokesperson did not explain how he was supposedly taken out of context. The reality is that Vivek Ramaswamy is running to be president of the United States. He will be on that debate stage tomorrow night, and he says this is a central message to his campaign. This campaign is founded on the truth. The truth. We will not back down from so the truth. They're attempting to uh, undermine his, his whole campaign. Yeah, this probably has more to do with other stuff that he said, and, and we'll get into that in just a sec, because we're going to continue on this, because this is like, because we need to, because it's 9-11, because it's the outsider, because it's watching and and we're trying to do is is dissect this completely manufactured controversy the so-called scandal clearly it was taken out of context because what he's talking about 
in the context of January 6th, in the context of entrapment, which we know, I mean, look at the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping hoax where everybody involved was an FBI agent except for one or two guys who were swept along, not the ringleaders or anything. The ringleaders were, in fact, federal agents. So, like, we know this happens. This is obvious. It's not good or okay or something we should ignore when our own government has federal agents entrapping American citizens in terrorist plots in order to justify their persecution of conservative Americans by claiming they're domestic terrorists. And in this conversation, he's like, shouldn't we get to the bottom of all of this? Wouldn't you want this not just January 6th, but with 9-11? Like, if you're doing a full-fledged commission, wouldn't you want to know if there were people involved? And then he's like, but I don't believe there are people involved. I have no reason to be- believe there are people involved. That's turned into Vivek Ramaswamy, 9-11 truther. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Alex Jones here in the next 60 seconds with some very exciting announcements. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is a bestseller. It's an amazing product. All the key amino acids, all the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals. That means everything you need to live and be healthy in one tasty, delicious powder that you put in a pitcher, mix up, drink in the morning, lunch, nighttime, middle of the night. It is simply amazing, and it empowers your immune system and your whole body. It's back in stock, discounted at InfoWarsTour.com. You can get 10% off for signing up for AutoShip. Uh, we got double Patriot points. That's 10% off on your next order right now. All of that is available at InfoWarsTore.com. Things like 3,000 milligram CBD oil that just does over-the-top things for your neurological system, your joints, your bones, and so much more. Try it. I know you're going to love it. And it funds the InfoWar. Also, try the 1,000 milligram salve for your joints and bones. It's under the private label Rebels In at InfoWarsTore.com. Check it out. So many other great products. Go to InfoWarsTore.com right now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. How you get so much favor on your side? Folks, we're going to go to your phone calls in the next hour. I want to keep talking about uh, Vivek Ramaswamy and this night. The 9-11 controversy. Again, there there is no controversy. There's nothing controversial about what he said nothing outrageous about what he said. There's nothing even speculative about what he said in the slightest. You have the taken out of context Atlantic quote. You have the gotcha questions. You have the framing as if he's a 9-11 truth, which again, like 9-11 was an inside job. I think everybody's aware. Infowars, my personal stance on that. But we're talking about perception in the wider American public. And this is an attempt to discredit Vivek in the eyes of those people by framing him as a conspiracy theorist by undermining the central pillar of his campaign, which is that he's a truth teller, that he relies on truth, 
that he bases his decision and his beliefs on facts and evidence. And they're trying to insinuate that by like a, like an offhand comment during a free flowing conversation with an, an Atlantic author where he simply says, like, if there were federal agents on the plane, wouldn't you want that included in the 9-11 commission? Yeah, that's essentially what he said. I mean, the quote is, I think it's legitimate to say how many police, how many federal agents were on the planes that hit the Twin Towers. Maybe the answer is zero. It's probably zero for all I know, right? I have no reason to think it was anything other than zero. He explicitly is like, he's like, I don't think there were federal agents on the plane. I have no reason to believe that. Why would there be? It's kind of stupid. But if there were, wouldn't you want that in the commission? Wouldn't you want that included in the official government report of what happened? Oh, controversy. Oh, controversy. Oh, dear. It's ridiculous. It's insane that not only is this being focused on at all. I mean, it's just pure manufacturing of of outrage. Probably has little little to nothing to do with his actual comments about 9-11. It's just a vector of attack that they feel they've opened. But the way The Hill is reporting it is Ramaswamy battles controversy ahead of pivotal GOP debate. You know, I'm just – I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but like I, I really want to get across how easy it is for them to do this, how easy it is for them to take an out-of-context quote about anything even slightly controversial in like at all, take it out of context, then put that on – the candidate say now you have to respond now your whole campaign has to focus on disabusing the american people of this idea that we've now planted in their head that's totally false it's totally unsubstantiated that you're a 911 truther now that's what your you know response has to be and if you don't get it just right if you don't come to us with a full-fledged apology how dare i ever suggest that america hid things from the 9-11 commission. I mean, sure, it's been revealed in the declassified documents, but I'm supposed to ignore that. I'm supposed to pretend like we know everything that happened that day and that merely questioning in the slightest the truth of, of anything having to do with 9-11 is somehow you know, offensive or you know, downplaying what happened. I mean, it's ridiculous. All of this is ridiculous, but we have to pay attention to it. And I really hope, and I don't know. I mean, he's a smart guy. He's very, very clever. He's very, very capable at turning these things around. If I was him, I would be arming myself with 9-11 truth or material. If this comes up, if the other GOP opponents see this happening, I mean, because they'll take advantage of this. They'll play this game. Sure, the media despises them just as much as they despise Vivek. But they'll go along with their enemies if they think they can get a leg up, and they'll probably come out on the debate stage tonight and say, uh, you know, Vivek, I think you're a really nice guy, but when you said that 9-11 was an inside job, that is an insult to the good people of our government. I guarantee you someone's going to say something like that at the, at the uh, debate. So if I was Vivek Ramaswamy, I'd do the old Trump move. I'd go, oh, well, let's, uh, let's take a look at some of the things the American government said about 9-11. And just start going down the list. I mean, he doesn't have to go so far as, as we do at InfoWars. He doesn't have to actually say it's an inside job because there's plenty of information out there about the dishonesty, the cover-ups, the bizarre uh, circumstances of the 9-11 attacks. There is more than enough official, documented, mainstream media information about the failures of the American intelligence community. And all these sorts of things. I mean, I would. I made the joke yesterday. But, like, how funny would it be if when they're like, 
when somebody inevitably brings this up and tries to impose this controversy on him, he's like, well, let's talk about the dancing Israelis. Let's talk about Saudi Arabia's involvement. Let's talk about the cover-up. Let's talk about why this wasn't released. Let's talk about how dishonest the American government has been to the American people and the devastating impacts of the lies that they've told. Let's talk about weapons of mass destruction in the war in Iraq. Let's talk about what that's gotten us over the last 20 years. Let's talk about Afghanistan and what a ridiculous failure that was based in no small part from the lies that surround the 9-11 event. I mean, I hope he does something like that. Like this could be an opportunity, a real opportunity to expose the, the vast majority of the American people who are shielded from this information, the truth about what happened on 9-11. And that would be the way to, uh, you know, jujitsu, or what's the, well, you know, turn it, turn it back on them, right? They're attacking him. They're claiming he's a 9-11 truther. What they're doing is open up, opening up the door for things they really don't want out there. The questions they really don't want anybody asking. And that would be the way to uh, really make them regret manufacturing this whole controversy. From the Hill, again, who's like, he's, he's, he's squat, you know, he's uh, absolutely failing in this controversy. This controversy has taken over his campaign. Totally made up, total nonsense, total manufactured media uh, idiocy. But they say in an interview with the conservative Blaze TV in early August, the candidate said, I don't believe the government has told us the truth. If you believe the government told us the truth, you're dumb. You're not paying attention. Clearly, they lied about a lot of stuff when it came to 9-11. Official documents confirm that. He says, again, I'm driven by evidence and data. What I've seen in the last several years is we have to be skeptical of what the government tells us. This is how he should – this is what he should do. He should take all of the inconsistencies about 9-11, all of the inconsistencies about all of the various terrorist attacks that we've predicated entire wars on and point out that the reason people don't trust the U.S. government is because they're not trustworthy because they're willing to lie about major, major events. They lied about the creation of COVID, the gain-of-function research. It could have killed – untold millions of people with that and they lied about it and they covered it up and the media went along with it this is really opening a very wide vulnerability for vivek to attack if he chooses to do that and i think he might ramaswamy said during the interview when asked if the 9-11 attacks were quote an inside job or exactly what the government tells us and of course he responded the government lied about it obviously he didn't say it was an inside job maybe he should have because that's what people are going to believe either way. Separately, in an interview with The Atlantic published Monday about the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol, Ramaswamy said, I think it's legitimate to say how many police, how many federal agents were on the planes that hit the Twin Tower. Again, drawing the parallel between January 6th and 9-11, saying if there were official you know, undercover agents on the planes of 9-11, wouldn't you want that reported? Wouldn't that be a part of the investigation? Obviously it would. Obviously there's nothing objectionable about asking that question. At all, especially when he doubles down and says, I don't believe there were, but if there were, wouldn't that be something you'd be interested in? He says, like, I think we want maybe the answer is zero, probably it's zero for all I know. I have no reason to think it's anything other than zero. But if we're doing a comprehensive assessment of what happened on 9-11, we have a 9-11 commission. Absolutely. That should be answered. The public knows the answer to. Yeah, duh. Obviously not controversial at all in the slightest. The 2024 contender said, of course not, when pressed whether he believed the 9-11 attacks were an inside job. He says, of course not. 
But it says the biotech engineer has also recently taken heat from fellow GOP candidate Nikki Haley over comments he made during an interview with Russell Brand earlier this month, in which he suggested he would negotiate an Abraham's Accord 2.0, which would, quote, get Israel to the place where it is negotiated back to the infrastructure of the rest of the Middle East, such that further aid to Israel won't be necessary after 2028. Maybe that's what this is about. Maybe that has more to do with this completely manufactured controversy than anything else. Maybe it's the fact that there are billions upon billions of dollars every single year being sent to Israel and that a presidential candidate floating the idea that Israel just be treated like any other country is a danger to that flow of American taxpayer money. So maybe they need to manufacture a controversy in order to smear him, put him on the defensive, and keep him from talking about such things. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, he could combine both of these, talk about how it wasn't just Saudi Arabia, but also Israeli intelligence that had information that they concealed during the 9-11 commission. Maybe this is a can of worms the mainstream media would have been better served keeping a tight lid on. Maybe Vivek Ramaswamy can prove he deserves a place at the top of the runner-up list by taking this chance that they're giving him to expose the decades of deceit that have destroyed this country, starting with 9-11. It's been three years since we had it. We got it back in stock, the amazing 30 parts per million Highest quality colloidal silver and all the great things and all the great uses. Back in stock, limited supply, InfoWarsStore.com, 30% off. And it's a very limited supply, but we have it back. InfoWarsStore.com, silver bullet, colloidal silver. The InfoWars Live silver bullet, colloidal silver has returned. Silver bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product. That utilizes high quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five star reviews. Infowarstore.com. Silver Bullet returns to Infowarstore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some turbo force, some brain force, and some brain force ultra.